Hello, kings, queens, and everything in betweens. My name is Megan, and this is my podcast, Just Fucking Whatever. Hi, guys. It's Megan. You already knew that. Um, boy, do I have a story for you today. And the people involved, one of them is not going to like me telling it. But... As the Russians say, Soviet. Oof. Okay. So, from our last episode, we left off where I was saying I needed some space away from Jay. Right. And I took that space, and then we reconciled. I forgave him. And... Without an apology, I might add, for what I deemed he had done wrong. He didn't think he did anything wrong, so he didn't apologize. And I shouldn't have accepted that, but I care about him so much, and I really missed him. Uh, oof, but... (laughs) Here's why that was a bad idea. Uh, We had a few days where it was actually really great. Like, the other weekend, we did shrooms and some acid and had a really great time. Like, we were just hanging out, talking. I feel like we really connected, and it felt really good and loving and nurturing. And that's what I want from a friendship. But... This morning. So earlier this week, Jay had told me he was going to Savannah for the weekend. I was like, okay, cool, awesome. And then this morning, A was like, yeah, I'm on my way to Savannah. And I was like, oh, so you guys went together? And they were like, yeah. And I go, you know, when you both tell me the exact same plans, and I just have to be like, oh, so you're going together? It kind of feels like you're hiding that from me or hiding things from me. And I don't like that feeling. I said that to both of them. A responded by saying, that's not the intention at all. I don't really tell people my plans most of the time. I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, that wasn't the intention. And... Jay was instantly giving me reasons why I shouldn't be feeling that way, and why feeling that way was not appropriate. His reasons were that they both told me, so obviously they meant for me to know from my conversation with A that was not the case at all, so he lied about that. And he was like, well, you're at your parents, so I wasn't going to invite you. I never asked to be invited. And then he said, I don't owe you anything in the first place. Which, you don't owe me your schedule, you don't owe me your time or your attention, but you owe me basic respect and treating me like a human. We all owe that to each other. That's just kind of what being a person is is acknowledging that other human beings have feelings and their own shit that they're dealing with and that you can hurt those feelings without even intending to and in that case 
What do we do, ladies and gentlemen? We apologize. That's correct. Whoever got that, A+. Um, not in this case. I said I was just telling you my feelings. They're yours to do with. That's yours to do with what you want. I hope you guys have a great time, but in no way is me telling me my feeling telling you my feelings an attack on you. To which he responded, So do you want me to tell you every time I hang out with A? Because you told me not to do that. Now, dear listeners, the reason I told him not to do that is because he would describe what it was like to have sex with her to me in detail. I don't care for that. Mostly because it feels weird and non-consensual on her part. And that's just not... I mean, I do run a sex podcast, but I also ask people if I'm going to put them on the podcast and use their name or any identifiable thing about them, I ask. Or I use a pseudonym that is vaguely related. (sighs) But anyways, um, I responded with, we discussed that and I just meant like graphic sexual details and you don't owe me anything so you can do whatever the hell you want he did not respond to that and then i called my friend and i talked to her for about 30 minutes about how upset i was and she was like you have every reason to be so thank you b i love you um but man man i just so i blocked him because she told me well we were discussing it and i was like i think i should just block his snapchat that way i'm not gonna be tempted to message him back over this so i did and then i composed a nice message that was basically like i love you and i care about you but if every time i bring up my feelings to you it's going to turn into you making me feel ridiculous for even having them and I can't do this I can't be friends with you if this is how it's gonna be and also I feel like you changed the way things have happened in the past to fit your perspective which he does he basically was like I don't chase people and like you need to get over yourself you need to get a hold of yourself why don't you take two days and then come back so you don't do something you'll regret again so prior to this me sending the message which i had to do over instagram because he blocked my number and my snapchat um i had had a conversation with a where i was like so when we were tripping at Jay's house, he essentially was like, yeah, I kind of like planned for after A's breakup with her boyfriend that she was going to move in with me. And yeah, and then he offhandedly mentioned how if I like went dark on him or like stopped being friends with him I might not have access to her and he doesn't remember saying this obviously but I remember because that hurt and scared the shit out of me 
So today when it became kind of apparent that I might not be friends with Jay anymore, I messaged Jay and I was like, hey, Jake said that if, Jay said that if we, if I'm not friends with him anymore, then I might not get to hang out with you. And like, he didn't say it like that and I apologized for not clearing that part of it up but the sentiment that he would keep her away from me was still very much there um and so I was just like I just wanted to make sure like I'm pretty sure that's not true but I wanted to make sure with you because I really enjoy hanging out with you I don't know what he said to her or how he's gonna say that I was lying but he was like when did I ever tell you that you wouldn't have access today and I'm like that night when you said you wanted to have her move in with you and so yeah I'm sure that history has changed in his mind and I'm not sure whether or not um, A thinks I'm lying. I haven't really gotten a check-in with her on that, and I hope she doesn't. But honestly, at this point, I just want to cry. <laughs> I just want to cry for, like, days. It's been so much emotionally. I know I did some things wrong, like I didn't handle the situation the best way that I could have, but if I have feelings and I can't talk about them to you, then it's not going to work out. Because you don't have to like make it better, all you have to do is say, I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention. That's it. That's all I want. And some people just can't apologize. They're physically incapable of giving you a real apology. And that, I mean, even when we were arguing towards the end, I was like, I just want an apology. And I think I got something like, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings by not telling you I was hanging out with A. And then immediately followed by a but. And... That doesn't, that's not, you guys know that's not an apology, I don't need to explain it to you, if you're using it just to add more jabs, you know, I, I'm hurt that I couldn't talk to someone I trusted, and that the situation got turned around on me. And I'm sure listening to this, if he's listening to this, he's thinking that I'm the one who was crazy or in the wrong. And maybe to some extent I am, but God, I thought you were my friend. And the way you talked to me tonight, friends don't talk to people that way. You don't talk to your friends that way. If if someone talked to my friends like that, I would. I would have my baseball bat ready to go. No questions asked. So, I have to do the very, very hard work 
of cutting off someone who just doesn't care that they're cut off and that can hurt in ways that someone who desperately wants to get you back it just doesn't hurt as much because you start to realize you were never important you didn't matter you were just a placeholder something to kill the loneliness and it didn't matter if it was you or someone else I mean, I'm sure that's not true, but that's how it feels, and... <sighs> Man, does it suck. I'm sorry to bum you guys out, I really didn't... That wasn't the purpose of tonight. I just needed to process this. I've already talked everyone in my life's ear off. They've gotten screenshots of what I'm gonna say, and trying to help me emotionally cope with this and there are some great people in my life who are so eager to be there for me and I really appreciate you I love you so much I just wish that someone I cared about so deeply didn't have to be out of my life but sometimes you can't reconcile things, and some things you just really can't unsee. So, yeah, there's no closure, there's no, there's no ending, it's just over, and dealing with those feelings is just up to you at this point. It's just up to me. I have to get my own closure. <sighs> Anyways, that's enough about sad shit. Okay. I'm going to tell you motherfuckers about sharks when we get back from the break. All right, before we get into the sharks, I figured out some uplifting shit to say about all this. Don't accept being treated in a way that you don't like, please. It'll just cause you more emotional turmoil, especially if you get closer and closer to that person because then it feels like you're cutting out a part of yourself. <sighs> don't accept less than you deserve, babes. You are all so worthy of someone who will treat you with love and respect and kindness, even just your friends or people you're friends with that you're hooking up with. They still have to treat you with kindness and respect, and if that's not the case, please, please walk away for you. Yeah, this hurts like a motherfucker. And it will. But. <sighs> don't settle. And don't deal with people who are gonna hurt you. And. Just. Know that each and every one of you has value and purpose. And I love you. Okay, now sharks. Um y'all 
One of the largest populations of great white sharks in the world lives in the Farallon Islands, and I'm currently reading a book about the Farallon Islands. And let me tell you, I don't care if they still don't have Wi-Fi or running water or electricity. I want to go live in the Farallons and shark spot every day and report any diving schools that are chumming because it destroys the natural hunting instincts of the sharks. Anyway, um, there are opportunities there to like cage dive, but it's not good for the environment. Uh, plus they use decoys, which fucks with the, uh, with the shark's natural hunting instincts. And they only work for so long. Because sharks are actually pretty smart, guys. They've been around longer than the rest of us. Um, a large great white. All the big great whites are women. Um, and really big girl sharks they call sisters. Great whites, at least. Really big girl great whites they call sisters. So a sister that's 19 feet long which they can be like 19, 20 feet long, the big girl, the big girls, um, will be eight feet wide and six feet tall, not including the dorsal fin. Just imagine a fucking Chevy truck coming at you with three rows of teeth, like, holy shit. And this book is really good. It's called The Devil's Teeth. It's by Susan Casey. Um, the writing's okay, but it's a lot of information about sharks. I'm only a few chapters in, and I'm already, like, absolutely in love. But essentially, the Farallons are a group of islands off the coast of San Francisco, just past the Golden Gate Bridge, probably about 20 miles out they are some of the most like desolate looking like sheer rock faces and just like weird cliffs and it looks like the devil's teeth <laughs> so they have so many birds so many birds and so many seals and sea lions and yummy stuff that sharks like to eat. And that's why they have some the, one of the largest populations of great whites in the world. And unlike Australia or South Africa or any other places you might go shark diving, it's fairly remote. It's fairly left alone. I mean, there are, I looked online, there's several diving schools that offer like cage diving in the Farallons to see sharks, but other than that, I mean, you can't really live out there. There's a few houses and there's a few houses where the old lighthouse keepers used to live with their families. And that's where like bio biological researchers will go now like that's where they stay when they're on the islands but other than that there's not really any place to like set up a town or anything it's pretty remote so yeah 
it's one of the un- most untouched places you can go to see sharks. And it's gorgeous. Ugh, I want to live in the Fairlands so bad. I want to live in one of those super old houses and climb up to the lighthouse every single morning and just watch for sharks all day. That is the dream. Look for shark attacks. That would be great. God, I love them. They're so big and scary and mean looking. Ugh. And they actually mentioned one time in the book, sharks have personalities and there's one shark that really wants to get after humans. Like, will not leave you alone even if you hide under rocks. They're just like waiting for you to come out from under the rocks. Because there are people, or at least there was back in 2000 when the book was written, that like dived there. There's one guy who still dives for, I think it's sea urchins? He still dives for sea urchins there. His name's Ron. So yeah, I want to be Ron. I just want to dive with the sharks. No cage. If I get eaten by a shark, I'm okay with that. That's a good way to die, in my opinion. I like sharks. If the last thing I see is a shark, like the inside of a shark, I'll be like, okay, cool. I mean, this sucks, but, you know, better than dying of old age. So, yeah, I'm obsessed with sharks. Moral of the story. Don't accept less than you deserve. Moral of the earlier story. I thank you guys so much for listening, and talk to you sometime soon. I don't know. My life's hell. Anyway, bye.